serendipity what's up guys i am your host sherelle the goddess of this podcast i made up this podcast basically about heartbreaking erotica and life's truths okay this is season two episode 18 this is so random because i usually do my podcast based off just like you know a diary entry i really don't care if um you're like, oh, why is she putting her business out there? First of all, everyone goes through something really, really crazy and they have no one to talk to. So why not listen to someone who maybe have gone through something similar, right? So I'm, I'm going to just get straight into it because I have to tell you something. So um, when I started this podcast a few episodes in, I told you guys that I had ghost, I got ghosted by someone that I really, really cared about, somebody that I really, really loved. Um, and... I didn't speak to him for, like, a while because he wasn't picking up his phone, you know, just nothing. Like, he was just, I felt like he, you know, fell off the face of the earth, right? So, um, months later, like, months and months later, he contacted me saying that he wanted to talk or whatever the case might be. I gave him a chance to talk, had a conversation. Something really bad had happened to him, you know, within his family. He had a loss, and it was somebody extremely close to him. And um, it was the passing of, you know, a parent. So, you know, I automatically I pumped the brakes on, like, how I was feeling for a second because I'm just like, you know, I don't know how I would felt have felt if, you know, my parent had passed away and I'm with someone and I, I kind of don't know what my reaction would be. And I don't think none of us did. So at that point, I'm just like, all right, cool. Let me just, you know, give him some time. And then he was just like, you know, maybe we could just, you know, just start like talking again, you know, to see how kind of things flow. In my mind, I'm just like, you know, this is crazy because I was, you know, trying to get over him already within those, you know, months by dating someone else. And even that situation was crazy. Um, So it just put me in like a whirlwind of feelings. So I decided, you know what, let me just see if I can give him just a chance just to be in his life like to talk to see if things are going to go okay, right? Boom. Now, I decided to start traveling, you know, for work. So right before my trip, you know, he asked to see me, asked to talk to me and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, cool, that's fine. He did apologize yet again to say, you know, I would never do that to you. I would never ghost you again, blah, blah, blah. You guys, I called him around the holidays. I called him when I got off the flight. I called him for his birthday. No no response. Nothing. Nothing. Okay? I was so fucking devastated. Like, the amount of embarrassment. It was, like, I cannot explain to you how the fuck I felt. Like, I was stuck, like, off of words because I was so happy that he was back in my life. You know, at least back in my life. Not, like, together, but I was just happy that he was back in my life because I was like, you know, this could be the one for me because we've known each other since we were kids so boom I'm sitting here now mind you I was trying my hardest like to get over things because he just was not answering the phone wasn't contacting me nothing like nothing this is what makes the situation even harder when somebody ghosts you okay for those of you out there who's ever been ghosted or you know somebody that's ever been ghosted you better put them on to this fucking podcast okay because I cannot tell you the amount of feelings the confusion, the everything that a person goes through when they're ghosted is ridiculous, okay? And I completely understand that people go through shit, don't get it twisted, but it's just like, say something. 
You know what I mean? If you don't want to be with somebody no more, if you don't want to talk to somebody no, no more, if you don't want to fuck with them no more, if you don't want to have sex with them no more, just say something. At least have the decency to pick up the phone. Don't text. Pick up the fucking phone and say something like, yo, this is what's going on. I need some space and time, whatever the case may be. All right, boom. So my um, my traveling assignment was only for three months, right? So uh, I might be going back home soon. Uh, if I don't decide to extend my contract. So I'm sitting here and I usually can't sleep at nighttime because I work at night. So my day's off. I don't know how to sleep. Like I sleep all during the day and then at nighttime I'm up like a fucking, you know, vampire in the night. I'm coloring and I'm listening to music and I get a text message and I recognize the ringtone, the text tone, I'm sorry, because he was the only one that had that text tone. And I'm like, I looked at my phone like towards slow motion because it was next to me, like on the end of the table. And I was like, no way. Like, and I seen like, you know, the little message pop up in front of my phone. I'm like, this, this has to be, this has to be a fucking dream. Like, there's no way because... I didn't know. I looked at it for a second in the front, and then I opened it, right? Now, of course, of course, um, of course, I immediately went to the message because I needed to read it, right? So the message said, basically, Shrell, I love you. And one of the things that kept me going, you know, was the thought of you. I lost my job. You know, after I saw you, um, especially because of COVID, but I have a Zoom interview for another uh, for another job coming up at the end of February. Um, but he felt he said I felt like a failure to you because I felt I felt like I let you down. You know, I had so much plans, and just to see my stability swept from under my feet was instantly demoralizing, and that was the start of things going downhill for me. And I haven't gotten a haircut since the last time I saw you. But anyway, I know it's been a shitstorm out there because of COVID. And I'm also dealing with a lot. My cousin killed himself on Christmas Eve. And that really put me at a tailspin because he's my first cousin, to be exact. I I guess I get into detail about that if I see you. Um, but I just had to break my silence because I know the longer I take, um, you know, the longer I take, what does that say? The longer I take... Whatever, whatever. I'm going to skip that sentence because it's kind of confusing to me. Anyway, our story was written by Almighty even before we met each other. I thank God every day from the core, from my core, from the bottom of my heart. I wish you knew how much I adored you. Even if I have to make things up to you for the rest of my life, I will just give me a chance to let my actions do the talking. Obviously, I would want us to be together always, but I know I'm at your mercy. Just know out of 7 billion people that's on earth, you're one of the people that I love the most. We will figure this out together. <sighs> Guys, I know some of you who really listen to my podcast, like for over the, like every single episode even, or even if you was my friend and you went through it, I know you felt that drop like a bomb. Like what the fuck? How you take, how you take the time to like, you could take the time to message someone to let them know everything that has happened to you over the course of like a few months but you can't take the time out to just pick up the phone just to be like 
hey, I can't like even think about, you know, pursuing us again because I, I need to heal within myself. But then you turn around and you go somebody like again. Automatically in my mind, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I don't even know what to say, honestly. <laughs> I felt like if I made this podcast, maybe me speaking out loud, I would have like heard my thoughts, you know, more clear and have more clarity about what the fuck just happened to me. But a part of me, I guess because I healed so much, you know, from knowing who I am and knowing the love that I give, it's not making me feel bad for loving him the way that I did. But the other part of me that still needs or wanted healing is the fact that you can give yourself to someone and they just up and leave you. That's two separate kinds of feelings, right? I'm compartmentalizing all of my feelings during this. And it was even hard, you know, to just think, you know, life without him at one point. Because I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, I really do care about him. But when I think about it, like, when I take my feelings out of it, like, what did he add to my life? You know, it was always something. It was always something. It was always something. It was always something like somebody, you know, passed away or a job this or a job that or I'm not sure or, you know, his mother. I don't I don't know what it is. Honestly, some people will say it sounds like a fucking excuse constantly. Like I get that people pass away. I get that, you know, things can be demoralizing. But I feel like if it wasn't a pandemic going on, then I might feel a little bit sorry for you. But there are hundreds and millions of people who are fucking homeless because of this pandemic. And if you know I'm in a healthcare field where I meet all sorts of people and I'm, you know, meeting different personalities and stuff like that, what makes you think that I wouldn't be able to understand, especially if I love you? Do you know what I mean? Like, especially for people that know me, I'm very strong on loving my friends. I'm very strong on being there for people that, you know, are there for me. So what makes you think, as a man that I had lead with, what makes you think that I wouldn't have been able to handle what you needed to tell me? Now, of course, people may say, hey, you know, men are different. They they cope a little bit differently than women. But I just feel like if you know me since I was a kid, and you met my family, you met my nieces, my nephews, you know what I'm saying? They calling you uncle, my sisters, my mother. It's like you are selfish in that moment. Out of like months, months, I've been here 92 days. Not one of those days, not one, I couldn't get like a message, even if it was a short sentence. Hey, I'm not doing so well, but I'll be back, you know, strong. I'll talk to you soon about this when I'm able to. And that's it. For a second, when I, was, when I listened to the message, I cried. Now listen, when, for a second, when I read the message, I cried. And then it's like this amount of like, what the fuck came over me? Like, how dare you? I'm... That shit, like, that shit ached. You know what I mean, guys? It That shit ached. And if you have ever been ghosted or if you know someone that has been ghosted, you will see the pain that they go through, the stress of worrying and stuff like that. And I was worried even to the point where I hit up his best friend. And I'm like, yo, if you ever, if you ever had, 
you know, in his direction or neighborhood, go check on him, please, to make sure that he's okay. Even after the fact that he didn't answer the fucking phone for me. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I just had to vent, man. That shit hurt. That shit hurt real bad. But I'm worthy, you know, I'm worthy. And I keep telling myself that I'm worthy. I'm worthy of love. I'm worthy of forgiveness. I'm worthy of um, my abundance. I'm worried of, not worried, I'm worthy of the abundance and clarity that I have. I am worthy of more than what was given to me. I'm worthy of, you know, being with somebody who cares. I'm worthy of not being able to worry about, you know, not feeling loved or not feeling present. I'm worthy of not being able to worry about your bullshit or the fact that when I gave you a chance and you didn't appreciate it, I'm worthy of much more than what anybody is giving me at the moment. Like, I I would want to talk to someone who, who there's nothing extra to worry about. I don't want to have to, you know, be worried about 50 other million things or... I know everybody, there was a sermon I had watched and the pastor said that, you know, people want someone who's already developed, but they don't want to go through the process of the developing of a person. And I'm all for being there for both the developing and the development of a person. But if you think that it's okay to tell someone that you love them and then treat them as if they're a piece of shit and then say, you know, oh, well, you know, I need a chance or, you know, I'll see you sometime soon again. It's like, when do you call those shots? You don't. You don't because you left someone that cares about you. You decided to like fuck it up. You decided to just treat that person like, you know, as if they didn't exist. I'm talking to myself out loud and I'm much stronger than this. I'm much stronger now than when he left me the first time. I'm much stronger and I deserve better. I deserve a good man. I deserve a good man that's going to be there for me and not going to break and not going to, you know, think that because life is hard, you know, that that's the end of the world. Life is hard. Do you hear me? Life is hard for any female, for any male. Life is hard. Life is hard as a as a woman of color. Life is hard as a woman of of any color for that matter. But being a woman, being a woman to find a good fucking man is very hard. And not the ones that's cocky. Not, not I'm not saying I have like extremely high expectations where I think I can't find anybody or making them too high. But I have expectations for myself for a fucking reason. And I, I would want the man that I would want to be with to have expectations too. This is the type of woman I want to be with. And for that, for the man, the woman I was to him, oh my goodness. Now we did share very good moments, you know. I felt like I couldn't respond to him in the moment because I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. 
I don't know what to say. And it's more like a broken piece, you know what I mean? Like a broken piece of my heart that's forever going to be there. Because if I don't choose to respond, then I'll, I'll, I guess I'll feel, you know, suicide thoughts like run or has run through his mind, you know? And I'll feel scared that if I don't even just acknowledge him just to, you know, wish him the best or something like that, that he's going to maybe kill himself. I don't know. I think that's what I'm scared of, that if I don't respond. But then a part of me should not put that on myself because that is between him and God. Him and the, you know, the spiritual beliefs that he has, that's not up to me. But he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't there for me when I was... You know, crying. He wasn't there for me when I was calling him. He wasn't there for me when I felt scared during the pandemic. It was, I was by myself, man. It's, man, it's fucking just like left me. <sighs> anyway, I just wanted to give you guys advice really quick for you to be strong and to make the right decision. For you to make the right decision for yourself. And the right decision for me right now is to focus on me and to focus on a man that would want to love me for who I am and to be in tune with like my spirituality and this journey that I'm on and traveling by yourself is you know sometimes it can get lonely but I'd rather be lonely than to be you know invisible in front of somebody who didn't see me so I just want to take the second to let you guys know that I don't care if you're dating somebody new. I don't care if it seems good and it feels good and everything that they're saying is good. You better you better check yourself twice at the fucking door before you think about giving up your secrets, your feelings. Your